rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. My name is Centersun21 at Centersun21 on Twitter. And you're listening to Center of the Sun podcast. Welcome. This is the first episode. Thank you for listening. Such a weird feeling to hear your own voice. I'm just like trying to sound like an announcer and I can't quite do it. Uh, but uh, this is a podcast about me, I guess, um, an extension of my extroverted self, I guess, um, I am a black gay man with a lot of feelings and a lot of opinions and, uh, and something to say. So thank you again for listening. Um, I want to focus on citizen science. I feel like science is one of those topics that I was always discouraged uh, to pursue. And as an adult, I'm actually pissed because I should have been pushed more to uh, look at the world in, in a more analytical way. So I invite you on a journey with me to analyze this weird fucking planet. This podcast is called Center of the Sun. Follow me, subscribe. I can be found in all the places in which podcasts are broadcast. Follow me, Centersun21 on Twitter. And uh, so I want to read some notes to you very quickly before I jump in. And uh, here they go. I sit and I ruminate in a way that feels like I exist in a world separate from everything and everyone. I close my Eyes and I stand in darkness. Warm winds, high powered winds push me and pull me, veiling my face, feeding me energy. I interact with the light emitted from the star above. It feels good. It feels like 
uh, to have chosen uh, to have chosen the right life. I can feel my heart beat in my chest. I learn that this is highly problematic. Your heart needs to rest, but it feels good. I feel alive. I open my eyes. A beautiful sight to behold. Green pastures, green expanses of land, fruitful and temperate in weather. People with whom to connect and foster new relationships. But there's also the corruption. And hateful actions of others. The destruction of our sacred planet, the damnation of our own souls, the vaporization of our own bodies, the abandonment of our own minds, the neglect of our own health. You know what I've realized? It is a privilege to be a black gay man. To a degree, that can be argued otherwise, but the world has forced us to, uh, to be strong. The world mimics our actions. It envies our bodies and we die oftentimes for nothing. At the hands of haters. The, the normalization of murder is embarrassing and it still bothers me. I have a low level of anxiety because I have to be resolved in being murdered for no reason. I was sheltered as a child. I was not prepared for this. This fucking world. I guess this is a first. The convergence of these sets of ideas among so many people, generations, decades, I don't know. Maybe that's my purpose, just to express myself. Well, thank you for listening. Has anyone ever thought about the fucking newspapers we read? I don't. <laughs> but I do subscribe to um, New York Times. And um, for the most part, this newspaper does give me what I need in terms of the amount of information that it uh, conveys on a daily basis or like minute by minute kind of thing. So, and they're against Trump, so why not? So I wanted this podcast to be a reflection of who I was and or who I was, not who I was, <laughs> who I am, I guess, because I have been a self-proclaimed citizen scientist for a long time, and it makes sense to put my ideas on paper because 
what I've gained from my work experience is that I am just that I'm a verbal processor um, and so much that I have to speak what I know in my head in order for it to make sense out loud. So that's why I'm here today and to talk to you all about ways in which you can incorporate science into your life because I sure as hell am not a scientist, but it is so fucking cool. I can't even tell you. I was just talking to um, a friend about uh, breast milk, actually, and the power um, that the the connection between mother and baby. You have no fucking idea how cool that shit is. Breast milk is so fucking cool, but also can transmit infectious diseases. So it has a gift and a curse. So I just want to read to you all. Uh, let's see. So truth is not, let me see, truth is not, everything in the world is subjective. Spirit is not, divinity resides in our shadow. Truth, body is not, celebrate myriad humanity. Let's say that again. Truth is not, everything in the world is subjective. Spirit is not. Divinity resides in our shadow. Truth. Body is not. Celebrate mirrored humanity. Those are my tenets. That is the dream that I'm trying to actualize. And I'm actually using my words very intentionally, and we'll talk about that. So have you ever heard of the resident microbiota? Stanford um, resident micro. I saw it on YouTube. Another fucking source for all kinds of information. <laughs> One thing I was specifically, excuse me, specifically interested in was the resident microbiota. It is a very interesting concept, but Stanford University has a lab called the Sonnenberg Lab. Um, you can find it at sonnenberg.stanford.edu. S-O-N-N-E-N. B-U-R-G-L-A-B dot Stanford dot E-D-U. And it's interesting because last year I was at a conference for work regarding um, internal medicine. And I sat, for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, because well, I know why, because I'm an extrovert. And being extrovert is very good for people who go to conferences <laughs> because literally like being in the space 
creates energy for me. So I feed off of other people's energy. Therefore, lunch is like a crazy time for me to like connect with people um, because I value that as a person. And we all were eating lunch and I sat next to a pediatrician who worked at a children's hospital, a pediatric uh, cardiologist, whatever. And she was talking about, for some reason, what stuck to me, I don't remember the conversation or why we were having it in the first place, but what stuck out was my fucking cardiovascular system, uh, talking about the cardiovascular system and me, and to this day, I still am thinking about it because I do kind of have high blood pressure because I'm so worried about everything. But anyway, she said to me, if you can detect and treat heart disease before you're 30, you can regress heart disease. And for a minute, it took me like 45 seconds to like define what regress means. Um, and words, new words that are said to me or like words that I'm unfamiliar with at the present moment, um, I'll always like kind of in the back of my mind take a recording of what that word is or like write it down because having a stutter growing up as a child forced me to reroute my thoughts and reroute um, the words I could not say to words I could say. So my vocabulary is very important to me uh, in that way because it is a means of survival. Otherwise, I could not speak without a wide variety of words to with which I can speak and and write whatever. So anyway, uh, fast forward or backwards or whatever. So anyway, I'm talking with this pediatrician woman and she's talking about how you can regress heart disease if you fix it early, specifically by diet and, and exercise. And of course, everyone fucking knows that. Like, don't eat fucking Baconators and go to the gym. Um, so I try not to eat Baconators, but I still don't go to the gym and I still smoke um, and I still drink and do bad things. But at the same time, I know to a degree that like my heart is fine, but it still stuck with me that you can regress because the whole conference was about how we were trying to grow heart cells and we couldn't, and we could maybe do it in like pigs, but then when we tried it in humans, it just like fell apart. Those cells were, are like the key to whatever fix we're trying to make in terms of cardiovascular health for the public um, because by a certain time in the public like 2030 like this I projected like 60% of people in the United States will have heart disease um, and a majority of them will have heart failure and that's kind of stuff is staggering to me when I'm at this at these places because it all seems from the standpoint of like a conference seems very easy to judge people um, and to get high and mighty about behaviors. But at the same time, um, it got me thinking about more processes within the body and how we as just regular ass people with just like dumb ass shit 
um, diet and exercise can like transform our health, um, especially if we do it while we're young. Um, and of course, there's always opportunity to fix things and prevent disease at any age. But um, it's that was particularly stuck with me from a pediatrician standpoint because. I am about to turn 30, so it's relevant to me right now. And it feels like it feels good time, like a good time to share. So um, moving along, I was thinking about the processes within the body, and it got me thinking about another study that was trying to decrease the amount of inflammation that a person who lives with HIV has uh, due to the fact that they once had AIDS. So, as you know, HIV, the human immunodeficiency virus that causes AIDS, the acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, um, it, even though it can be controlled by medication and doctors and diet and exercise, your fucking bread and butter to health, um, literally, or no pun, whatever, um, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, um, Though, even though we can control the virus and we can control other diseases that have similar effects on the body, um, we can control that stuff with medication and stuff like that. It's still, our, the human body is so resilient that it always remembers what happened. And, and it's always as strong as its last, whatever, failure. So it's always prepared. And it's always lit. And the, and the immune system is always, and it comes back with a vengeance. And he, people, you know, people you know, are living longer or whatever it is. Um, and they have the ability to actualize their dreams and do all the things that they wanted because of the advances of medication. But at the same time, the human body is in a constant state of inflammation. The body never forgets. And there was another study, and the reason I brought this up was because I read it, uh, there was another study um, regarding just trust trying to see how do you, is there, are there general ways to use medications that are already approved for heart disease and stuff like that to reduce inflammation of the heart and stuff like that? Can we, do, can we use the same medications to stave off inflammation for HIV. So they tried different medications, da, 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 and they ended up just trying aspirin, you know, just a five milligram, blah, 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 whatever um, pill of aspirin. And of course, guess what? It didn't work. <laughs> but that was kind of the reason why they wanted, they had to, because you have to prove something doesn't work in order to move on to the next step to prove something new or novel that does work. And that's the good thing about research is trial and error. You're allowed to fail. Actually, it's encouraged. It's a part of the process. And so I started to think about inflammation of the body and just generally. And, you know, and I don't always agree with everyone's standpoint. I think citizen science and scientists, citizen scientistship. Citizen, being a citizen scientist is important. Um, 
because you get to carve out your own methods. That's that's part of being a scientist. That's what's lit. You get to be your, you get to get your own hypothesis, bitch. All that shit you did in high school and shit is coming all the way back. Anyway, it got me thinking about inflammation. That got me thinking about heart disease. That you know, that got me thinking about all kinds of little small changes that that I could make. And it brought and I for some reason I was on YouTube. And I got to this TED talk or something about the gut microbiota. Oh, I remember why. So for some reason, I forget why, but I signed up for these emails. I'm like a subscription addict. Um, not really an addict, but I always sign up for like emails because I love a deal. I love a coupon. And um, so, of course, I'm going to sign up for your email if I don't have to spend money. You know, I always have like a dummy email. And I signed up for this email for you biome, you as in unicorn, B as in boy, I as in iris, O as in Oprah, M as in mom, and E as in eagle, you biome, um, as in like ecosystem or like a bite, like a biology thingy. So anyway, sorry, I'm going off topic. Anyway, I got emails for Ubiome and they're always discounting their products. Um, and basically what you do with Ubiome is that you can take samples of your own biome and sequence the resident, your, your resident microbiota. So basically um, there are like trillions of cells in the human body and um, only like one tenth of them or 10 10% uh, of them are human and the rest of them are microbiota or your resident microbiota is basically just bacteria that we host and then we give them life and they give us life and we feed them and we they feed us and they keep the bad things the the human body is fucking crazy it's resilient anyway the point being is that I got on this rabbit hole of, oh my God, this service is discounted. But I went to work and I asked a pharmacist and I was like, hey, would you buy this product? Would you sequence the micro, your resident microbiota? And she was like, the first thing I would do is I would research. So bam, fucking rabbit hole of research. The first place I, I ran was um, like, probably like some scholarly articles and I was like I don't understand this stuff and I don't want to talk about bugs or mice and like I don't really want to talk about how they got to the point I just want to know what the what's the point what's the point of the science and why would it be beneficial for me to spend a hundred or something dollars on a kit on a poop study literally a, a personal poop study so it got me to a TED talk or something about the resident microbiota and this research that was funded by this lab called the Sonnenberg Lab at Stanford University. And I'm looking at their website and they basically uh, aim to uh, just shed light on basic principles around how bacteria interact with our guts, very specifically our intestines, and trying to understand how, and on YouTube they were talking about how they're understanding a little bit more how 
inflammation is influenced by a lack of care for our resident microbiota. Wow, that was a point that was like really roundabout. Um, basically, our diet, our high-fat diet, our American diet, um, as glorious as it is because I'm starving right now, um, is not doing anything for a resident microbiota because the resident microbiota lives at the end of the intestine. A lot of our high-fat food is digested and absorbed or wasted away at the beginning of our intestine. And our intestine is about 25 feet long. Um, all that all that space, all that time. So there's not enough time and not enough food. So basically, the resident microbiota then feed off of our mucous membrane in our intestine. Oh, yeah. Um, and But our bodies, our human cells, also need that mucous membrane. They are part of that. They are part of that system. So um, our bodies are doing double time. And then the resident microbiota are getting, there's a mucous membrane there to separate us because the it's still bacteria. It's still nasty. It's still gross. It's still bacteria. So that barrier being diminished um, elicits our body's response, immune response. Do you see the pattern? There's like a pattern and I'm just like, am I crazy? I don't know. Oh. But it's eliciting an immune response, which elicits inflammation. And then <laughs> inflammation, I mean, Dr. Sebi and all these people, all these like crazy ass people that like are conspiracy, we think are conspiracy theorists and shit. They're kind of like not wrong though. Like the way they go about it, talking about like, uh, making it because it's in the context of white supremacy and da da da. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with the world. Um, but I think shedding light on like the way that the Sonnenberg lab. So the interview that I saw on YouTube about all of this was basically this doctor being like, yeah, let's take, there are these like biomedical ways that we can do it with supplements and like medication. He was like, and she was basically explaining how she did a 30-day study about probiotics and how she introduced these microbiota to her to her um, gut and da-da-da through all different ways of eating and taking supplements. And basically what the man from the Sonnenberg lab, Sonnenberg, the man, what he said was like, no, we know nothing about this. And literally just like a fingerprint, everyone's resident microbiota is unique to their exact composition of their body. So therefore you don't know what microbiota you need. You don't, you can't take a supplement. You have to just, it's trial and error. You have to eat. And it kind of blew my mind how dumb his answer was because it was so simple and dumb at the same time. And he was like, yeah, just like eat, like what has microbiota, what has, what would give you, like you would eat like probiotics and stuff. So what do they tell you to eat? Eat yogurt. Okay, duh. But yeah, yogurt, they still add it. So what else could you eat? He's like fermented foods. And I'm like, oh my God, bitch, like duh, 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 duh. Eat fermented foods. Wow. It's that 
simple. So like cancer and like heart disease, like literally we could still eat bacon with a side of sauerkraut or like, I'm like, the, uh, the possibilities are endless. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And all of the science is like, yeah, it's exciting. I invite you all to visit, to check it out. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting here I'm sitting here trying to browse the New York Times for relevant information in order to share it with a uh engaged and uh willing audience, but I'm just it's really annoying. God, it's really annoying to see another fucking headline. Um, about this administration, it's very saddening to n see the extent to which our government is being intentionally diminished by some very evil people. Um, and a lot of people can argue that every single president and every politician in government is probably evil, but this particular set of people is um, disturbing. I'm reading a headline from the New York Times, um, uh, maybe released today. What's today? The 20th, so it was released yesterday, May 19th. Headline reads, quote, Trump Jr. and other aides met with Gulf emissary offering help to win election. So I have been watching Rachel Maddow, a uh, late night or evening talk, no talk show host on MSNBC. I've been watching her for the good part of the last 10 years um pretty much ever since obama was 2008 like ever since then um i definitely had i can say for the last 10 years for a solid decade i've been watching her every single night at nine o'clock um if she talks about stuff like this she's been talking about this um sorry i keep bumping my mic because i'm like flustered as fuck oh my god um She's been talking about these things for the last year, I know, um, since Trump was elected, um, because I actually stopped watching her for a while because I was so angry with the news because they misled me and they made me think Hillary was going to be the president and then he, she wasn't. And then actually Rachel Maddow, I had to stop watching her because her face on election night told me to go to bed um, and to not wake up until the morning because it was that sad. So that's what I did. And then everything crashed. Um, literally, figuratively, personally, externally, all of those things um, culminated around November the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2016. And it was terrible. Um, so I'm reading this article, Trump, you know, is meeting with the Gulf emissary um, and it makes no sense why he's still president. Um, but actually, uh, she showed a graphic the other day, um, or I saw a graphic of kind of with the proportions of time that it took prosecutors, federal prosecutors, to complete whatever task they were doing, whether or not they were guilty or not guilty for the last few presidents. So um, Clinton, including Clinton, who had the longest run, uh, Trump actually has the shortest run, but the greatest number of indictments against him within one year. Um, it's kind of saddening. 
But um, uh, this article quotes uh, from the New York Times that the meetings, which have not been reported previously, are the first indication that countries other than Russia may have offered assistance to the Trump campaign in the months before the presidential election. So, um, end quote, uh, that was terrifying to read. Um, and I'm actually not surprised. Are you surprised? Um, because I actually think we're right on topic. We're right on target for, uh, the purpose and we are being made a mockery across the world. Um, at least, you know, we knew we weren't shit, but at least we could be like, but we're better than you, bitch. Um, now we can't even say that. So now we're just not shit. And now it's not fun anymore. Um, there's something about it that was fun. I can say now, um, something real bougie, real bougie about, um, being an American prior to Trump. And now I feel really cheap. Like this is, this is real. This is really sad. Um, and I actually want to send my heart out to everybody, um, across the world because we're all suffering at this point. Um, Moving on. All right. So I am Center Sun 21. You can follow me at Center Sun 21 on Twitter. Thank you for listening. I want to invite you to uh, hear me out. <laughs> and I try not to be long winded, but that's just how I am. And I often sit and I ruminate. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I often find myself talking to myself um, in a way that feels like I exist in a world that's separate from everyone and everything. And I close, when I do that, I close my eyes and I can just like imagine myself standing in darkness but like, not like a bad darkness, like a warm breeze, like a darkness, but there's like a warm breeze in there. Like a, imagine yourself like closing your eyes and like standing in your head space, but there's a warm breeze. Um, but high power, but then you, but you can control it to be high powered or whatever, high power winds or warm breeze, whatever. They push and pull, they veil your face, they feed you energy. They interact with light that's emitted from your body and uh, or stars that are from above or whatever light source there is and it feels good it feels like like I like I've chosen the right place when I'm in that when I'm thinking like that and I could feel my heartbeat it's like radiating through my chest and um, I learned that this is this way of thinking, this, how I am, I call myself a citizen scientist. It can be problematic at times. And I, and I realize that. And, um, and my heart beating out of my chest and me always feeling like there's something to, to know, there's more to know, that can hurt your body over time because you're stressing yourself out for no reason. And your heart needs to rest, but it feels good and it makes you feel alive and you open your eyes. A beautiful sight to behold.
green expanses of land, fruitful and temperate weather. People with whom to connect and foster new relationships. But there's also the corruption and the hateful actions of others, the destruction of our sacred planet, the damnation of our own souls, the vaporization of our own bodies, the abandonment of our own minds, the neglect of our own health. It's a privilege to be a black gay man. The world has forced us to be strong. The world follows our every word, mimics our every action, envies our bodies. We die for nothing most times. It's embarrassing. The normalization of murder, still, it bothers me. I have a low level of anxiety because I have to be resolved in being murdered for no reason. I was sheltered as a child. I was not prepared for this. I guess this is a first. The convergence of these sets of ideas among so many people, generations, decades. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 